had the question before the break about remembering. And I think we all know that the meaning of the word zikr is remembrance. Of course, like, like all good things in spirituality, it's a paradox because there's nothing to remember and there isn't anybody to do the remembering. Um, and yet we feel <coughs> called to do it because in that in that moment of remembering there's the possibility of forgetting the ego that stands as the veil between <coughs> between what? The moment the veil is gone, there's there's no between anymore. I don't want to take a long time talking about the technique of the zikr. Um, I think all of us have done zikr in one form or another before, and many have been doing zikr for decades. Just uh, perhaps I could say um, that in the zikr of uh, the singing zikr of Hazrat Anayat Khan, which we know is in four parts, there's a kind of progression of feeling, or feeling might be the word. In Zikr 1, when we're singing La Elaha Elalahu, um, it's like uh, a love song, like a serenade. Um, <coughs> You know, in some parts of the world, they still have that custom that uh, when a young man is in love, he gets a couple of friends and a beat-up guitar and a bottle of wine to give him courage, and he goes and stands in the street outside the, his beloved's house, and he sings his, he sings his heart to her. <coughs> She's not allowed to show herself. Her mother is there behind the curtain keeping an eye that she doesn't put her face out. So the, in this stage, the beloved is still unseen. Zikr 2 is like the intensification of the longing. You can only stand out there in the street with your guitar so long. You know, after a while, you start to think, I, I'd like to have <coughs> that sweetheart closer. And so Zikr 2 is a little bit like, come in my heart. Come in my heart. Don't stay behind the curtain anymore. <coughs> Come in my heart. Zikr 3, although musically it's almost identical to Zikr 2, is a, a tremendous transformation. 
we recognize suddenly that that presence was there all along. Allahu, Allahu. And we might even feel a little bit ashamed that we made all that clamor in the first two, saying, come, come, come. <laughs> when it was there, that presence is there. And then in Zikr 4, there's no more I and thou. There's just who. Just is. Now, one, one thing that you may not, I hope you're familiar with, but you may not know, um, before we start, usually we do what's called the external zikr. External zikr means that with, as if we were holding a pencil of light, we draw a line from one shoulder to the other as we say, this is not my body. This is the temple of God. Um, once I was teaching this to someone and she said, but it is my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on lease. <laughs> <laughs> and you never know when it's going to get called in. So what I'd like to do is that we, we have the musical accompaniment on a, a CD for, um, for rhythm and tone. Of course, it's possible to sing the zikr without that. But we have, we have that for number of repetitions and the tone and so on there. Um, It lasts about 30 minutes, 35, 34 minutes, something like that. I'd like to have a silence, attune ourselves, um, go inside, make ourselves as meditative as possible. Then we'll do the external zikr, then the singing zikr, and then we'll have a little more silence. And at some point, Mushat Karim Baksh and I will get up and try to leave without stepping on anyone in a very graceful and meditative way. Is that all right? Meditation is a word that's used a lot, but real meditation is not something we find very often. To my understanding, real meditation is when we really disappear. So maybe, maybe it'll work this time.